When you understand your numbers, then the business strategy, messaging, branding, and visibility that you need to grow your business fall into place. Welcome to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, directing you to your business treasure map through the power of numerology. Here is your host, Joe Soli. Welcome to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, the empath's guide to running a business with Kate Spencer. Kate Spencer is the author of 12 Lessons, the number one bestseller and life-changing book that she wrote at her kitchen table while she was juggling work, an eBay shop and family. Kate is the founder of Life and Soul Academy, an energy worker and an oracle card ninja. She's a life and soul coach, law of attraction mentor. So hi Kate, how are you? Hi Joe, how are you? I'm good, I'm pretty hot. I'm a little bit chubby and we're having a heat wave and I'm in the smallest room in the house, apart from the downstairs loo. I'm in the smallest room and I've got the window shut so we don't get any background noise. So yeah, you can imagine, can't you? (laughs) bless you bless you well i'll make this super engaging and interesting so you forget about the heat so kate's working with the energy of the life path 22 she's the architect of change she's here to change the world one person at a time like madam here she's born on the fourth of the fourth birds of a feather flock together so that means because we've got the same birthday that she is also in a personal year five a year for change freedom and adventure so great to have you um here kate kate's working more and more with business owners that are empaths okay and they want to make more impact and create more flow in their business but they know they need to get the balance between business work and their real life so let's kick this subject off kate why is it so important for empaths to have that balance in business or let's take it back a question first of all at what is an empath how would you describe what an empath is right (laughs) okay so it's a word that's thrown about quite a bit and I think like lots of things there's a scale you know it's not black and white but some people are way more empathic than others and empath is a word that lots of conscious business owners light workers holistic type healing arts people do align with and generally speaking from the research that I've done it's been suggested that empaths have a more porous emotional body now what does that mean so if you imagine your aura or your energy body whatever you want to call it it's the same thing it's around you in layers a bit like a Russian doll one layer gets bigger I'm I'm sure I'm you with my hands although people won't see this (laughs) um so each layer moves out a step further and one of the layers is your emotional body and this is where we obviously process emotions with people who are highly empathic or sensitive it is thought that this layer is more porous so instead of a sieve it's a colander it's got bigger holes in it which means energy comes in more easily and this means that we are more sensitive to emotions and to feelings and we can pick things up more easily so quite classically people who are empathic 
you would, they probably are considered to be very, very sensitive, sometimes oversensitive by their family and friends. Their family mm. and friends might think, oh, you're so, you know, you're so, such a softie. You're too sensitive is something you would hear a lot. Um, quite classically, we have poor boundaries with people and we don't like to say no because we can feel other people's emotions and feelings. So if we say no, we can feel their disappointment. And then we have to carry that on top of our own emotions, which are really, really dialed in as well. Um, so we have poor boundaries. We often get really agitated and upset by the news because it's stuff that we really feel. On, we feel on a deeper level, basically, um, which sounds great, but it can be it can lead to you feeling really, really overwhelmed very easily. We're a human lie detector. We can suss people out very, very quickly. And we don't know why we feel any of these things either. Until mm. you've identified as being an empath, you just think that you're odd. And people, other people think that you're odd as well and different. And you can often feel like you don't fit in and it, it can be tough. Um, great intuition, really, really spot on because obviously we can read people and places so we are the kind of people that can walk into a room and feel that there's been an argument or feel that there's something off. Um, and we are massively drawn to helping other people. We're wired to help other people, which means that we're often a very, very safe space and that people are drawn to us to tell us their stuff. People, sometimes when I do one-to-one -one sessions with people, will say, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I've never told anyone. It's quite common if it's something really big for people to cry and say, I don't know why I'm crying. But as empaths, we can kind of offer this really safe space for people and we get super invested in helping people. Um, we find big groups of people really hard work because if you imagine we can feel everything, um, we can feel on a deeper level all of the people's stuff. And this is why it's so important for us to get work-life balance, for us to really look after ourselves and learn basic energy clearing as well because otherwise we end up carrying loads of people's stuff and our own emotions, which are really heightened as well. Um, so that's what an empath would generally feel like. And as I say, there's obviously different versions of that. Um but yeah, that can be a massive blessing in your life and in your business. Mm -hmm. But it can also be really hard work as well. If you imagine things like, say, for example, um, you have trouble saying no as an empath and you have poor boundaries. Imagine that you've had a heavy week, you're feeling depleted. You've maybe got family stuff going on in the background as well. And then someone suddenly puts their hand up and says, can you help me, please? It's urgent. I really need help, Kate. Can you do this emergency energy clearing? Can I book a call with you? Um, and the only time you've got 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, but that was going to be your lie-in day where you got to top yourself up. As an empath, you've got to check yourself because your intuition's going to be your instinct, sorry, is going to be, yes, I'll help you. Of course I will. You're in distress. Of course I want to help you. But actually, that's going to be detrimental to you. And then what that means is, if then you're going to deplete yourself, which means that you can't show up 
for your crowd, for your family. And we're quite prone to burnout and overwhelm because we give too much. Mm. And often we we sell ourselves too cheaply as well. So we find it hard to charge what we'd call proper money for what we do because we feel empathy for the other people and we think, you know, oh, well, I'll help them out a bit because I'm so lovely and carry and sherry and and give them a discount. So sometimes it's hard to, to charge what we are worth, which means, again, we end up overwhelmed because we end up too busy and we can't serve everyone and we might not be engaging in enough self-care on the other side of it. So I've answered that in a great big roundabout way. I'm sorry about that. I've gone proper off on a tangent. No, no, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant because we can unpack all this now. But that is um, that is the nuts and bolts of it, isn't it, really? Sensitivity is a superpower. And like you've said in the show notes, superpowers include great intuition, creative insights. We know when something's off, yeah, don't go against your gut. Brilliant at healing, at coaching, energy workers. And we're very compassionate, very empathic, hence the word. And we want to help and support others. But this is also the flip side of that. It can also be your Achilles heel when running a business because what about your boundaries what about your charging what about saying no it is a full sentence and yeah what about where where do you fit on the pecking order so let's unpack everything you've just said Kate which was really important what kind of things do you think we need to learn and apply as an empath in business Well, first of all, boundaries are massive, not just things like if you're doing, if you're providing a service, for example, and you're an empath and someone is, say, for example, it's a coaching appointment and someone's really digging into something important, then we've got to learn that when it comes to the time of the appointment to cut it off. Mm. (laughs) Because... You need to have a break between that appointment and the next one. And if you don't, then you're going to be depleted. So that's just an example of boundaries, not taking on too much work. And again, this is about charging enough as well, because if you charge a proper rate for what you do, and the other thing is as well, speaking to the empaths out there, if you do charge a proper rate for what you do, when your instinct does tell you that, someone really needs your services and maybe they need a little bit of help, you can discount it appropriately because you are charging enough money in the rest of Uh your business. So you are in the flow in a moment of kindness. You can offer that moment of kindness or that helping hand because you're charging what you should be elsewhere. Um, I would say definitely self-care is massively important because the thing is that you are the energy in your business. It is you. You are the main frequency and the main vibration. And if you get depleted, um, if you, because especially when empaths get, when I get depleted, run down and um, tired because I've got too much going on and I'm not looking after myself and my boundaries aren't in place, I get really snippy with the people around me, which makes me feel bad. And when I feel bad as an empath, I don't just feel bad, I feel bad. 
And that that sends me into a spiral of self-reproach. So I've got to check my self-talk and whatnot. Um, If I'd looked after myself better in the first place, that wouldn't have happened. And looking after yourself better means um, things like having enough rest, having enough wiggle room in your schedule as well, keeping away from stuff that drains you. So stuff like the news, stuff like drama-orientated people, um, uh, making sure that you eat properly. I always have, if I've got a call to do in the afternoon or in the evening, I usually have a nap and a snack (laughs) before I do because if I get hungry, I get hangry, um, or if I'm tired and I know that I want to show up and serve in a really, really good way, so I've got to make sure that I've got, and yes, I've had a nap today before I spoke to you, because I get up so early this morning, I was up at five o'clock, and if I don't do that, then I'm no good, so rest, get grounded as well, make sure that you have time in nature, um, meditate when you can, and a good thing to do is ask yourself the energetic cost of a task, so We struggle to say no, but a good little thing to do is called the breathing space technique, where this is is according to me, by the way. Um, So what I do is, as an empath, you normally find that your default is yes, of course. So your friend wants you to do the school run, someone wants you to help them move house, can you look after someone's dog, and straight away you go, yes, 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 because you want to be so helpful, when inside you know you haven't really got enough time or energy to do it. So what I would encourage people, if if you are empathic, when someone asks you to do something, if you know that boundaries are an issue for you, instead of saying yes straight away, say to them, I'll have to get back to you on that or can I check my calendar or mm, next Tuesday's ringing a bell or I'll have to ask my other half what we're doing tomorrow night. Have mm. something that you can rely on that's just going to give you breathing space because when you're in front of someone and they're asking you directly, it's you're like I'm like a rabbit in headlights. I'll just go, yeah, okay, sign me up. When really the cost emotionally and energetically is too much. And Mm. we've got to understand that our energy, it's a commodity. When you spend it, it's like money, it's gone. And we need to keep enough for us, for our lives and to show up. So that little breathing space, then you can go home and you can ask yourself, right, Kate, what's the cost of looking after that person's dog for two days? Is it going to be okay? Can you do it? Can you not do it? or mm. doing the school run or whatever they've asked you and weighing it up and then maybe sending them a text or um, a message to say that you either can't or you can or reach a compromise but once you've weighed it up then it's a conscious decision it's not just that empath's default of yes sign me up I want to help you I'm here to help everyone because by that you're putting yourself last at the back of the queue again and that's not helpful for you or other people. So I would say that's a top tip. Um, and also learn some basic energy clearing work as well. Um, learn that it's okay to cut cords with people. It's okay to bubble up. 
and just learn some of the energy basics so that you're not carrying. And even if you don't believe in woo and energy stuff, something very ordinary that you can do is when you have a shower in the morning, just visualize that the water is washing away anything that doesn't serve you and it's going down the plug hole. Even that is enough to set you up for a, a, a better day energetically. Um, and get set your day up as well. Make sure that your day is set up with a good morning routine so that you feel organized. You're super organized, I have to say. You're probably more organized than me. But if you can set yourself up and you know what's happening for the day and with breathing space in between, you're way less likely to feel overwhelmed as well. So... Yeah. yeah, definitely. I love all this. In a minute, we're going to talk about um, how we can do certain things in business. But in life, right, I think I'm getting a lot better in business now because I've put a few things in place, which we chat about in a minute, okay? But in life, I can go to like the supermarket queue and feel that the lady in front of me struggling and I'm like, I've got to stop myself from, you know, reaching out and saying, are you okay? Or sometimes when people say things to me in life, not so much in business, but say I'm sitting having a coffee with somebody, then I just like offer all this stuff. So it's in, so I've got to say to myself, it's life as well as business, Joe, because I think I've got better in business. But it, it yeah, so being empathic, like we said, it is a superpower, but also you've got to check yourself before you wreck yourself because you feel things so deeply that, you know, I, I often see someone in the car park and think, oh, you know, this is happening, I need to say something. Like, no, you don't, stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really important because the thing is, if you if you go about your life and not just you, all of us, and we we end up, giving so much away in life then when yeah. it does come to business we sometimes can't show up as our best self because we've given so much of us away and, and another point as well when we interact with other people and we feel their stuff we've got to learn to know that that's their stuff yeah yeah and let it go yeah yes be kind where we can of course but be able to come home and think, yeah, that feeling that I had in the supermarket queue, you know, send that woman a lovely blast of love and light and then disconnect because that's not yours to carry. Yeah, exactly. I think because I work, I'm not like all the listeners know, I'm not married, no kids. I do put a lot of energy into my business. So then when I get into my life, of course, the two aren't separated like that. But if I'm doing life chores instead of business work, then, yeah, sometimes I've got to check myself. It's like, what are you doing, Soli? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just interrupting this broadcast very quickly to let you know about all the fabulous free resources you can get at josoli.com. You can work out your life path number using my free app, You then watch a video where I explain a bit about the number and what this means for your business. Let me know what number you are. So if we talk a little bit about things we can do to achieve business success and balance as an empath. So 
like on a Monday, I don't work with clients, right? I just do my work and that just gives me space that I'm normally it's 10, 12, 2, 4, half 8 and half 5 if I need to and Friday afternoons if I need to. But otherwise, like I batch my energy. So that's one way I protect myself. And then on a Monday, I can just do all my marketing, all my admin, all my finances, record all our podcasts and, you know, have a little bit of space. Is there anything you want to say around that? And then I'll, if I tell you a few more of the other ones you do, I do, and then you could take talk to those if that's all right. Sure. I th- well, I think that's brilliant. And I think definitely as empaths, when you do client-facing stuff, that can be um, more of an energy cost for us because we really, really hold that space. Mm. We really li- – not all empaths aren't just listening to you. When we are helping and supporting you, we're reading you, we're in there with you. We are so energetically invested. And I never, ever want clients to think that they're draining me because they don't. But there's more of a cost when it's client facing work, I find. Mm. And I've got to have time before and time after time before to prepare and time after to recover. Mm. So I will do the nap and snack thing. And also, I always come to my desk 15 minutes earlier. I've got my bottle of lavender on my desk. I've got plenty of water. I sometimes listen to some um, nice soft music. I make sure I'm grounded. I make sure that I'm feeling good and balanced because I don't want to come to a call feeling rattled because that'll mean, or even just harassed Mm. or busy Mm. because that means that I can't tune in properly. So, time before and time after I definitely need and I I don't overload myself I can't take on too many people and too many projects or I drop all of the plates and I get really frustrated and angsty with myself so less is more definitely um and I love that you've mentioned batching things as well so I did some research on this recently and I don't know if it's specifically empaths or I think it applies to everyone but perhaps it helps us more and what I found was that in batching work you have less context shifts which means that you know you don't have to change that hat all of the time yeah yeah and a context shift takes a lot of energy so say for example you're gonna you know spend a morning doing social media posts and scheduling for the whole week. That's brilliant. If you did half an hour, then you went on to do a paragraph of a blog and then you went on to do something else and then you went on to do a sales page on your website and then you went out and helped someone and then you did a client call and then you went back to Facebook. That's a lot of context shifts. And each time you do that, it fires and wires a different neural network in your brain and that takes a lot of energy it's loads easier if you can batch stuff um, and do one context at a time. Yeah. And that's another thing about boundaries as well, because if you haven't got good boundaries, then people can infiltrate that. So say, for example, you're, try- you're trying to do, you know, a batch of social media posts and someone's texting you all of the time, or they're on Messenger all of the time, Mm. um, it's up to us to go back to that person and say either, you know, I'm busy or I'll get back to you when, or to ignore it if it's not urgent. 
um, rather than shifting that context and suddenly you're involved in someone's birthday party, shopping list, drama, whatever it is that kind of, you know, yeah, get yeah, you yeah. for. Yeah. And then you've got to spend time and energy getting back into your lane and putting that hat back on. So I'd say that's really, really important as well. And that's something you can only do if you get organised. And if you yeah. know what you're doing at particular times. And, you know, being organised sounds like so boring. But... It's not because when you are organized, it means that when you do have time off and family time and friends time and, you know, self-care time, you can really immerse yourself in it and be there completely. And you're not having to you haven't got this constant background feeling like a laptop with Mm. 50 tabs open of tasks that you have to do because, you know, you're in control of them. And that's so important for empaths. Otherwise, you're just being drained all the time. So I want to pick up on something you said about um, client work. So I'm very clean and I have a shower every morning. But at the end of the day, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when I've worked with clients all day, then I get in a little Himalayan salt bath, not much water, you know, I am eco-friendly, but just sloosh myself down. And I have to do that I, because it feels like I've taken on quite a bit. So it's really important that I cleanse myself down because when we're doing work like Kate and I do, it's not, not just a, a session, it's energy work. So, like, it's really important that you use, like Kate said, essential oils or some kind of, um, process for me it's water you know just to clean but the weekends I don't need to do it isn't it funny mm. because I'm not in that space yeah and that's really responsible because that means that you start the next day nice and clear yeah it's responsible for you because you're going to feel better and for the people in your life your mm-hmm. friends and your family mm-hmm. and also it's responsible for your clients as well and I think when people hear that you do things like that and that I do things like that, hopefully they're going to think, yeah, we walk the talk. Mm. We have to do that because if we don't, then we're going to feel really overwhelmed the next day and we're not going to show up in the space that we want to show up. And, you know, I can be really boring sometimes and go to bed at half past nine. Yeah, and yeah. That's all o'clock that's okay um but because I do that at a weekend I still play to but I know that I can't show up in my best with my best self if I don't do that definitely um and also something that I'm not as good at now getting better putting weeks in the diary in advance where it's off because I was working out yesterday because I'm self-employed now and have been for eight years. But when I was working for somebody else, it used to be 25 days plus bank holidays, right? So I counted how many I'd taken so far this year. <laughs> you know, it's nothing. So I've got a week off next week, which is great. But it's really important to make sure that we do that. Yeah. So there are a couple of things that you can do as prep as batching as being organized let's talk about things like pricing in terms and conditions and contracts because we teach people how to treat us right so if we can be really clear with like our prices our programs how long they are how much they are have terms and conditions have i will reply to you in 48 hours clear expectations then That's not saying we're a business bitch. 
it's just saying that we respect both parties, but this is what you can expect. So how important is all that? Yeah, I agree. And I think what that does is that takes you out of the grey area. And the grey area is if you haven't been clear and people might, well, it helps with boundaries, but also it stops you from feeling bad because you've always got something to refer back to. Mm-hmm. This is what I said. And yeah. If you do, I, I guess it also means that as an empath, you will know when, if it's appropriate and when it's appropriate in those rare instances to be able to maybe move the goalposts a little. Say, for example, you know, someone, we're in a global pandemic, someone has COVID and they can't make an appointment Mm, and it's a sudden thing and, you know, they've caught it off their kid who's also got it. They're feeling depleted. They're feeling rubbish. They're overwhelmed. They couldn't give you any notice and they've had to cancel it half an hour beforehand. That and, and they're a person who's coached with you for ages. They're normally really reliable. That would be a situation where I would have more wiggle room. Yeah. And, you know, and that's just reasonable and fair. But if you have got someone who's maybe learning about boundaries and maybe they aren't as good with boundaries yet, then you can refer them back to the terms and conditions which are, you know, useful to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned pricing as well. Empaths just clench when you talk about pricing because often we've got, well, it, it's it's multifaceted. We've got sometimes got programming from parents who weren't conscious about money, mm-hmm. um, inherited beliefs perhaps about money, which we need to dig in and work on. Um, we are wired to help people and that's usually our main focus. If people need help, we want to work out how we can help them. Um, and sometimes some of us feel like we've been given this like universal, we've been blessed with this universal skill set and we should just give it away. That's a thing sometimes. And often we've been the victim, that's in wiggly fingers victim of toxic or broken relation unhealthy relationships and our worthiness isn't good our self-worth isn't good because empaths are sought out by people sometimes who are a bit toxic and we want to help them Mm. so there's a whole empath narcissist conversation which might happen one day but yeah so sometimes we come at it from a place of feeling like we're not really worthy of receiving and sometimes we need to do some work on that And we need to understand, I suppose, that if we give it away too cheaply, first of all, sometimes it's not valued and then it doesn't really help people. They don't really buy into it. And I'm not suggesting you charge the earth in order for people to get a result. Of course not. But it's got to be fair. And and the concept of fair exchange comes in there as well, I think. Um, And money is energy and there's an energy exchange and, you know, we didn't just, it's a bit like when people are on the X factor, you know, people are saying they've gone like from no to 60 overnight and wow, they're an overnight success. They're not. And I think I heard Fleur East being interviewed about this and she talked about 
all of the work that she'd done for years and years and years with singing coaches, with auditions, with um, image consultants. She was so polished by the time she got there that that one moment in time, everything came together for her. Mm. But that was years and years and years of work. We didn't just wake up and we weren't just able to do this. We've invested time in training and in our own personal development in order to do it so we've got to value that ourselves if we expect other people to value it no definitely and and also I've said this before but if you don't pay you don't pay attention but sometimes we can like think oh one thing I do which really helps is have um seven day payment terms so then oh just a gentle reminder that your invoice is now due but people in my membership it's just on a rolling um subscription and then obviously it's it's a lot easier um and then in your terms and conditions you can lay out can't you i will reply within 48 hours or we don't tolerate this we do tolerate that like a kind of client charter um mm-hmm. but if you're if you're calling in the kind of soulmate clients anyway you shouldn't need too much of that but of course it's good to have those things so you're covered overseas we used to say cya cover your ass (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like it i like it yeah is there anything before we talk about burnout is there anything you want to talk about about the application piece or uh, how to achieve business success or a life balance as an empath. We've covered a lot of the points. Is there anything else you just want to touch on before we talk about the big B.O.? I think that really, for me, I would say to people, you've got to, if you're the energy of your business, it's not just about having all of this stuff in place when you're at work or in your business you've got to, you've got to live it you've got to make sure that in your day-to-day life you're looking after yourself you've got to make it's this is not a job when you do this kind of, when you're an empath and when you're in some kind of service work it's not the kind of job where you can just show up and clock on and now you're at work you've got to look after yourself behind the Mm. scenes and it's you've got to really live into that because if you don't you're going to show up at work and not be able to serve and then that's going to make you feel rubbish Mm. and then that's going to have a knock-on effect so I would say although business is the business side and the life side there has to be a balance because there's so much overlap and you are the star of the show in both so Mm. you've got to look after yourself yeah that's what I would say Thank you. And the way you and I work is uh, it's not so residual, it's not so passive because we get the best results when we work with one-to-one and that's fine, but it means it requires us at our best in order to do that. And before we move on to burnout, something's just come in to talk about, red flags. If you see a red flag or feel a red flag, don't ignore it because you're an empath. You'll see it quicker you'll feel it quicker so think about it pull a card on it look at it stop give you buy yourself some time like um kate said if people are showing you who you are who they are believe them so yeah red flags are really really important because you're picking up on them for a reason yeah definitely and as long as you're in a clear space, you're looking after yourself, you're hydrated, you've had enough sleep, you're not massively depleted, 
then you can read those really effectively. Mm-hmm. And when you get those coming in, that's exactly right. You can sit with it and go, oh, that's interesting. Right. What do I feel? What might that mean? Why is that coming in? I'm going to sit with that. and I'm just going to let it settle. Might do a quick meditation. But if you're feeling frazzled, if you're tired, if you're not in a good place because you've taken on too much stuff and your neighbor's dog and the school run and all of that, you're not going to be able to identify them easily. Or if you do identify them, you might brush them off and think, well, that's nothing. I'm just being silly. Whereas, no, you're not. That's yeah, yeah. a message, a sign, an intuitive nudge. So I agree with you on that, yeah. So let's talk about burnout then. So first of all, please, can you explain what burnout is? Well, burnout for me, I had it in lockdown for sure. Um, and sometimes it's called emotional burnout. Definitely, I felt um, physically depleted really tired but not just tired like I was starting to switch off and disengage I literally couldn't take I was irritated and upset teary overwhelmed super sensitive and I felt like I couldn't take anymore and when you feel like that your natural instinct for me anyway and for a lot of empaths is to disconnect from Mm. people you want to cave out you want to just get away from people and sometimes you might call it peopled out um and People can sometimes misread that and think that we're being a bit aloof because we just sometimes, normally we're this lovely, caring, sharing, gorgeous person and then suddenly we have to pull up the drawbridge to protect ourselves and that that can be misinterpreted. But, yeah, it's a horrible, horrible place to be. You can't make decisions, you get brain fog, you feel like you've got no direction. It It was awful. And what I would say is... It, it taught me a lot because it I didn't spot the signs quickly enough of it creeping in. And the reason that I didn't spot the signs quickly enough this time was because we were in the really unique situation of COVID and lockdown mm-hmm. that we'd never been in before. And I presumed that some of those feelings that I had and some of those reactions that I was having was because of that. And I didn't tune into the fact that I was burning out. In a normal situation, I think I would spot it earlier, and especially now that I've been through it. So I think what I would say to people is it's about, first of all, getting your self-care in really, really good order, but as well knowing what your own signs are for this. When you start getting depleted, when you're tired, when you've done a bit too much, what are your signs for that? So your signs might be different to my signs. My signs are things like um, I get irritated with people in the house. Um, I get a little bit snippy with people and I'm not as tolerant. Mm-hmm. That's probably my first sign. Rather than physical tiredness, that's probably my first sign. Um, and there are other ones, but if I tune into that, And also I've given people permission in my house to tell me that and my close family and friends will say, you're being an arsehole. And I'll say, (laughs) right, thanks very much. And they'll say, you're tired, you need a day off. And I'll say, yeah, "Yeah, I am. Or they'll say, you're being really snippy, pack it in or what's wrong. Mm. And that's my sign for, right, okay, Kate, you need to reassess 
how much workload you've got, look at your self-care, pull back a bit and get a bit more balance. So it depends on what other people's signs are because people think burnout's just being tired. It's not just being tired. It's totally, it's a whole kind of syndrome once it happens. But if you can catch it earlier, you don't need to get that far and that's way better for you and everyone else. But I like the way you're framing it because sometimes people see burnout as when you've got to stop your business, you've got to stay in bed for three months, you know, that adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue. But I probably get it once a week, you know. It's like, so if you can catch the signs earlier, like we said earlier, put in weeks in the diary, batch your energy, no is a full sentence, then it's it's a lot easier to cope with, isn't it? Definitely. And, you know, as well, top yourself up. So the way I teach self-care is about a tin bucket of self-care. You get a bucket full of energy every day. Everyone's got holes in their bucket. Try and plug up the holes in your bucket, which are things like watching the news, crap TV, energy drainy people doing too much, not saying no. Lock the holes up yeah. and then look for ways to top your book up. How can you, what makes you happy? What makes you joyful? What makes you, your soul sing? Is it time in nature? Is it um, a, a, a conversation with a friend? It, what is it that makes you happy? Because the more you can fill yourself up and stop the energy drain, the more full you're going to feel. And as we know, we see on social media all the time and we hear, you can't give from an empty vessel. You've got to top yourself up first. Yeah, definitely. It's not selfish, it's Mm self-care. So um, as we start to wrap up this podcast, um, please can you give one last tip or hint that you'd love the listeners to leave with today? Oh, wow. I would say exactly as you've just said, self-care is not selfish. It's really, really important. If you want to show up, in your life for other people you've got to show up for you first and being an empath is really tricky at times because it feels very counterintuitive to do that because we feel at our core that we should be helping everyone else first you've got to be aware of that programming and catch yourself and think, no, I've got to look after me first. Because if you don't look after you, you're no good for anyone. Mm. And you can't show up in your life for yourself or anyone else. And guess what? The only person who can do that to you. So we need to take responsibility for our own energy first and do stuff to help ourselves first, even though it feels like we shouldn't. We've just got to try and dial that down and know that it's the right thing to do. Oh, thank you, Kate. I've loved talking to you today. We'll have to come back on and have another chat about um, empaths and narcissists, like you said. Where can everyone find you? Kate-Spencer.com would be a good place to find me. Um, and I've also got um, a Facebook group called Grow With The Flow for empaths who are in business as well. So they can look at either of them. And you've got your own Oracle deck, haven't you? 
yeah definitely you've got life and soul oracle deck and you can buy my books 12 lessons and 12 lessons later on amazon or any other online places as well and i'll put all the links in the show notes and i'm reading 12 lessons later at the moment and it's brilliant i love it and also um because it's a novel you know but it it talks about lessons in life and also you have the academy which I've guested in before, but that's a great space. Tell people about that. Yeah, Life and Soul Academy is my membership club and uh, we do a different topic every month. And yes, you were a very well-received and well-loved guest. People (laughs) sometimes still talk about you in a lovely way. Uh, That was 2019. Wow, time flies, eh? So yeah, that's how we first got to know each other, really, which was lovely. So there's that. And yeah, and I've got a podcast too, which is uh, Kate Spencer's Life with Soul podcast. It's quite sweary and funny. Uh, Well, at least I think it's funny anyway. (laughs) Amuses me. Uh, but yeah, so but people can find out all about that at at kate-spencer.com. So yes, Uh. that's the place. Well, thanks so much for sharing today. Love you lots. And please do check out Kate. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Joe. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, where knowing your numbers increases your numbers. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You can also download my free guide, Discover Your Life Path Number, at josoli.com. And I would love you to follow me on my social platforms at josolibizology. Thank you for listening and until the next episode.